0: I'm
1: Gabriela
2: from Lithuania. I'm V for Wigner. I'm Emma from South
3: Africa. I'm Lily from Hong Kong.
4: Alright, so today we are going to talk about um, different movements we are interested in or um, we are part of. First of all, my very first question for you is, like, the very basic. What are the movements you all are passionate about?
0: Um, my opinion personally is that uh, environmental and feminism movements are essential.
2: I think for me, I love movements that deal with. Like helping people, and that's like first, and then second, would be like environmental movements as well. Those like two things that when I support a movement, I look for. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. Actually, first is kids, like supporting kids, um, giving kids like the resources they need. Then like adults people and then environment. There you go.
3: I like movements which are related to the environment as well. And maybe animal rights in particular. So about me, um,
1: I have a patient to have in the kiss. Yes, like uh, Like, I I would love to talk to them and understand that, like, basically, because with the parents, they live in in the offering. So, yeah, that's
4: what I reason about. I see that we are on on the same page, kind of, for the most part. And, yeah, these are the same for me as well, I think. So, how did you learn from the movements you're interested in or you're passionate about? Was it at school or? from the internet or from friends? Like, where did you first hear about this?
0: I think we learned a bit about environmental protests in school, but um, my main interest started when I found out about Greta Thunberg and her actions and her movement Fridays for Future. Then I got really interested in the topic and I, uh participated in Fridays for Future as well.
2: Um, I think for me it started when I went to high school, so because we had like an outreach program there and once I got involved in that like something in me clicked and I was like I actually like doing this and other movements I've discovered like through the news and instagram i'm fortunate Ooh. enough to be surrounded by people who like work in npos and stuff like that so i'm really grateful for that so that's helped me learn more yes that's
1: the right thing Hello, you farm ate like me so i'm so curious about your answer
3: I actually don't know much about movements because I don't really pay attention to them. <laughs> but like, uh, I, I think uh, there are some movements about animal rights in Hong Kong, but not a lot. It's not like super large scale. So and movements aren't like protest like people will march on the streets because of animal rights at most they will like discuss it on social media but not like really physical like strikes about it
1: and uh i think it's a big deal because we only see the parts on media so it's really hard to to approach the moment where like my personal view I see in Asia countries I become in the gold line not, not that you guys in Western country it's not half Mars club or Mars uh program for you to have or make a movement to the environment or helping people. So most of I see the people the like the young people who care about environment or about the or Work for a community, they, they maybe have a plan to study abroad, so they do the work maybe to gain more experience and have some maybe extracurricular activity in, in the CV. Yeah, so the same I mean when I begin to looking for a, like a volunteer job because I wanna have, I wanna to study abroad, so I wanna add more. Great experience in my CV, yeah. So it's it's sound more materialistic, like it's true for me.
4: I also learned about environmentalism when I heard about Greta Thunberg for the first time and. I can't recall the whole thing, but first it was my mom who taught me about her, and then I started following Greta on social media. So it was really interesting for me that I didn't um, discover her on my own, but was reminded that oh, there is this girl. Maybe you would be interested in reading more about her story. So that was it for me. And um, I also did volunteer work in eighth grade, I think, and my job was to help kids with their homework Um, I mostly helped with math because um, I was good in primary school (laughs) math not high school but back then um, that was easy so I could help with them and yeah it's also a great experience because then I see like well my school there are many privileged or more privileged people there who get the for tutors, who, if they need them, but these kids only get these chances when people um, do it in their spare time to help them without any tuition. So, yeah, that was interesting.
1: Yeah, that's a thing because you can volunteer and you can like use you know, more experience when you're teaching. Okay, go on.
0: I also wanted to share a story about how I learned <clears throat> about feminism. Um, basically until like 2016, I only saw feminism portrayed in a bad way and basically men kept saying that it's a movement that's against men, uh, that feminists are horrible and so on. And then I discovered a um, program called uh, Woman Talk and that Woman. was basically an or- organization uh, consisted of a few women who openly talked about different topics such as uh, society's pressure, body image, sexual assault, and many more. Mm-hmm. And then I realized what feminism really is, and that's when I got interested into this
1: Oh, well, I, I, re- I really like the idea of this, because like, you have more apply and you have like women,
4: so you can like, still feel the same. Have you guys made any new friends through volunteer work or working for different courses?
0: I wouldn't say I made new friends, um, I made friends for that exact date per se. Um, because uh, we were so united on that day, but after that, nothing happened.
3: (laughs) Yes, me too. I wouldn't say I made friends. I made acquaintances. Like, you will not talk to them after the thing or whatever. And it's like when you met someone on the street, you'll say hi to them, but nothing will happen
4: except from saying hi. Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way, even though we went to this club to teach kids, um, we were more focused on teaching them, and then everybody had to leave for different reasons, and it wasn't like a long time friendships, but we worked together, so that was something that brought us together. Yeah, hi like
1: maybe I, I have the same thing with you guys because like you can say that this, this is my old fan from the volunteer job but for me it has a different like when you just have a like a shock moment with them when you just volunteer together and if you like you end up the volunteer job, so maybe you guys doesn't have any topic together but for me you want to keep the relationship for long moment, but like for long term, here you need to like face more time for it, like to understand them and be friends. So, yeah, so that I, I, I believe that like we can have still have the long term relationship because I have a job, a voluntary job for two years ago, and now we still be friends, we still make it harder, yeah. So maybe you can train, can train it like you you, you can be more extrovert. So like to to make them your thing for long term.
4: If these issues are um, considered important in all of your countries, so like are they part of the um, everyday talks or are they brought up in politics? or are they just something people learn about online and sometimes organize around?
0: I would say that environment is considered to be important because um, at our school, uh, my biology teacher is really passionate about over the years that I went to high school. uh, She has created a lot of projects that... that, like, uh, were part of environmental movement. Yeah, um, but when it comes to feminism, I wouldn't say that many movements happen, and I wouldn't say that society is like that interested in the topic as they should be. Yeah.
4: It's great that you had such a passionate teacher in school, because my bio bio teachers were never that interested in those topics. They were more focused on teaching the material that was provided by the state. So we always learned everything that was in the book, but not much um, apart from the book. So that would have been useful, but otherwise it's not so big of a deal in national politics either because the leading party parties aren't really focusing on the environment either so sometimes there are um fridays for future protests in budapest but i was in the first one of this school year it was in september and there was one sometimes in the winter or maybe the spring but that's it and there aren't many other events around that happening so it's not talked about enough in my opinion and um, feminism and helping it I don't really feel like those are talked about either not, just, not in school but not in um, in general everyday things how about yours, We
3: yeah. had a strike at uni, uh, two weeks ago about climate change and stuff. Uh, yeah, but I don't go to my lectures anyway, so yeah. Mm. I don't know if that counts as uh, participating in it. And there's one, like, coming Wednesday about, like, uh, labor and stuff, like working conditions of uh, staff at uni and yeah my classes are cancelled which are good everyone is going on a strike hoping the government will improve their working conditions and stuff
4: oh wow i haven't even heard that it was happening in australia at the moment so yeah it's good to know There were teacher strikes here in March, I think it was in March, but they haven't achieved anything and it was very short-lived, so I'm sad about that, because they really deserve better working conditions and higher salary and everything they asked for, but they didn't get that and the same leaders got elected again, so they don't have much Opportunity and chance to getting it better but I'm hoping the situation is better in Australia and they have better chances Pride marches ha-
0: are happening in your countries? We had one in March
3: oh, Is it March? Yeah, I think it's March and it's called Mardi Gras It's like a super super big event for uh lgbt people and even if you're not one of them you can join it's like a really really big thing in sydney and everyone will will put on glitters on themselves like the rainbow flag glitters and there's a large show there'll be many people performing drag and i didn't know drag was a thing until i went to australia because you know asia is conservative and Drag is such a big thing here, and there are a lot of parades, performance on Mardi Gras Day, but yeah, I didn't go because I'm busy with uni stuff. But yeah, I saw a lot of people putting glitters on their body, and there's glitters all over the dorm, even in the kitchen and the bathroom.
4: This sounds like such a cool event. So cool. Oh, send over the pictures if you have any. Uh,
0: In Lithuania, we also have um, pride marches, but I've never been to one because it's happening in the capital and it's hard for me to get there. Uh, But hopefully when I will live in the capital, I will attend one. I'm really looking forward to it because the atmosphere seems really great.
4: So here we have uh, Budapest Pride, which is like a Pride Parade in the capital Budapest. Um, It's happening in June or July, I think this year it's July 23rd. And uh, yeah, there has been some issues around the road where it's going because a far-right party. announced that they will preserve that street so the march can't go that way but it's happening anyway so it's unstoppable but yeah so far it's only been in the capital city and last year in september it happened in my hometown as well so i went and that was the first ever pride i've been to it was really cool because it was the first ever um, pride in hungary outside of the capital so yeah that was great and the atmosphere was amazing there as well.
0: Yeah, okay. So we got asked uh, whether we, when we see a poster calling for donation, do we 100% percent believe in this and donate? Um, so I've always been a bit cynical when it comes to donations because I never know if the organization is uh, like uh, valid and will the money reach the those who need it, but lately there has been a war happening in Ukraine and I've seen terrible videos and pictures and uh, there are two organizations in Lithuania uh, one uh, helps the army mostly the Ukrainian army and the other one uh, helps women who were raped, so I try to donate these two organizations uh, every once in a while because um, I've done my research and I know that the money is really going to Ukrainian people. So, yeah, but uh, I wouldn't donate my money if I wasn't sure that like, it's really going to reach those who need it.
1: Oh so we're going to thank you for your like yeah, for the intro because I have worked with a like a website in with the Singapore and created a website for helping people. But like, okay, I, I will pay the rings for you guys to say it.
4: Yeah, okay. Rarely donate like, partly ever because um, I feel like I don't have enough money for that. So, I'm like. If I earn my own money, I can put a portion of that towards um, people who need it or different organizations. But um, until I live off of my parents' money and only I like, get some scholarship from the uni that I spend on the dorm, <laughs> I don't put most of my money to donation. But yeah, it's definitely um, the checking the source for me because. With the Ukrainian war happening, um, there have been small boxes put up like in restaurants and many places asking for donations for Ukraine. And in one of the places I really like eating there, so I asked like, where is this donation going? And the guy um, at the cash register couldn't exactly tell me. He was like, well, this is going towards the victims of the Ukrainian war. And so there I was a bit skeptic because okay maybe their boss is doing the donation part and they don't know exactly but I think that if you are asking for money for any cause then you should know exactly where it's going so you can tell the people because otherwise it's not so like I prefer when I can see it like okay they're giving my money to good cause and if they're not then I'm like you can as well spend it on yourselves. like I don't know (laughs)
1: Yes, I understand because I have a lot of saying about the so, future's donation for where you believe that will give to the native people. So, and I think I gave you the website lady and you said because I'm not so hard, so I cannot say the rings.
3: Yeah, the point about most donations is you don't know where the money actually goes to. Like, I donated a lot of money to help save koalas, but how do you know if the money are really used to save the koalas or being corrupted by someone?
1: Yeah, that's right. The koala, like.
4: Also, I often see um influencers calling for action. I put quotes because. So they put different fundraisers into their IG bio, for example, to ask for this and this amount of donation and it will go to some cause that they put there. And fundraising is good for some reason because you can get money from people you wouldn't expect to, but it can always be sketchy and you're, again, not sure where it goes. So I'm always careful with those as well because I mostly see Um, asking for donation online rather than in-person posters, so yeah I think it's good to be careful even if you are very generous and in the mood to give money Thank you very much for listening to our thoughts on different um, movements and um, some things like that Next week we are going to have an amazing guest, so it's going to be a very special episode and this was only the, let's say, foreplay for that. So hope to have you back again and that have a great time. With love, Gen Z.